President Biden and his family spent Thanksgiving in Nantucket, where they reportedly talked about whether Biden should run for a second term. Yep. It's just like your Thanksgiving. Everyone spent the whole time talking about whether or not to go back for seconds. <laughs> it was a pretty intense conversation. Let's just say there were a lot of words that rhyme with Nantucket. That guy's like a limerick joke. It's uh, not funny, but uh, that's not really their job. It's just to toe the Democrat Party line. That's the whole thing. Well, happy Tuesday and welcome. We continue to be at 888-630-9625. If you'd like to engage in conversation. Believe it or not, there are a lot of controversial issues facing the nation. The attacks on President Trump continue, naturally. They really fear him, that that whole make America great, America first thing. It would be uh, fair to say that's not their bag. The attacks on President Trump, apparently someone who is a known anti-Semite, arrived at one of President Trump's events. And, uh, boy, the news media is all over it. In fact, hilariously, I don't know how you make anti-Semitism funny. Well, actually, I do know because MSNBC did yesterday. Uh, How to make racism funny. Uh, Trust the Democrat news media, the number one threat to our democracy, according to the New York Times and their Siena College poll. Uh, But they had Al Sharpton on yesterday on MSDNC to condemn a known anti-Semite being given a seat at the table. And uh, I got to tell you, I say it all the time, they have no sense of irony. (laughs) Uh, And boy, do they have no sense of irony, inviting Al Sharpton in to condemn anti-Semitism. He was wearing a Gestapo uniform at the time with the high hat, and and he had a human skull on the desk in front of him. It was uh, it was kind of interesting. That last part was a writer's embellishment. But the uh, wait till I wait till I get into this because honestly, MSDNC inviting the well-known racist anti-Semite uh, who has blood on his hands, Al Sharpton, onto their flimsy, demented, racist cable channel. You know, uh, MSDNC uh, to condemn anti-Semitism. I can think of nothing more ridiculous. He is one of America's leading anti-Semites. They, could have, they should have Ilhan Omar on his... It's all about the Benjamins, baby. And, you know, they, uh, the Democrats love anti-Semitism. I think Barack Obama had the Reverend Al Charlatan, dedicated anti-Semite and racist, over to the Obama White House, I think more than 100 times. Isn't that right? I think more than 100 times. And, uh, and that's okay, because when you're a Democrat, it's... It's not a problem. You wake up with a clean slate every day. It's, uh, it's not a thing. You just, you just uh, continue apace. So I've got, I've got that for you. And uh, the lynch mob is out for, um, for Elon Musk. You know, the Democrat Party is the party of lynching black people from trees with ropes. They're the party of the Confederacy, the Confederate States of America, of slavery and plantations, of Jim Crow. And now they're after uh, Elon Musk. They're always after a lot of people. They, uh, they got a lot of balls in the air. No, in the air. They got, and, and they're juggling a lot of people that they hate, that they want to lynch. And uh, now Elon Musk. Now, why is Elon Musk in the crosshairs of their rifle scope? 
You see, when you say crosshairs, they always get very upset because because uh, that George Bush, um, Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld hating lunatic shot Congressman Congresswoman Gabby Giffords and uh, also murdered a Republican judge that day. He he never gets mentioned. It's uh, kind of kind of interesting uh, the way they selectively promote this while eliminating that from the conversation. But Elon Musk, he is the uh, he's the uh, evil apple of their eye now, and he's got to be destroyed. You know why? Because he's for free speech. He is promoting and advocating more free speech, not less free speech, not more control. Like communist China. You know, he wants less communist China and more American-style free speech. And that is a real problem with the Democrat Party today, which tells you pretty much, ought to tell you, everything you need to know about them. They don't believe in the First Amendment. They don't believe in the Second Amendment. They don't believe in the Bill of Rights. They're not on our side. They're not on the side of America. They're anti-enlightenment. They literally are undoing the Enlightenment. 18th century Western political thought uh, down the drain. Pretty amazing times we're in. The uh, Washington Post has their number two editorial today. An agent of chaos. Mr. Musk is harming free expression on Twitter, not protecting it. See, in the end, as you know, this is all about political power for the left. And the Democrat Party is part of the international left, the global left. The Democratic Party isn't. These aren't liberals. These are leftists. They don't believe in liberal ideas that emerged from the Enlightenment. They believe in leftist ideas that emerged from, you know, uh, 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 the... the uh, Karl Marx is the bottom line. You know, they, they, they like Das Kapital and the Communist Manifesto and the Little Red Book. These are, you know, when I was in college, I, I, I read uh, the Communist Manifesto and uh, Das Kapital with very little interest. And I was issued Mao's Little Red Book when I was in college because, you know, college professors, even then. But here it is, the, uh, you know, as... As the riots continue all over China, demanding greater freedoms, and the Chinese government, among other things, they're cracking down on social media. Well, interestingly, so is the Democratic Party here. So is the left here. Xi Jinping, or as Brian Kilmeade called him yesterday on Fox News, Xi Jinping, thinking maybe he's from Hungary. I'm not sure. I loved his sister on Green Acres, but... um, Xi Jinping, the uh, Xi Jinping is a communist. And uh, if they need to have 20 Tiananmen squares and kill tens of thousands of Chinese people, they will. And uh, they're going to put down this this thing. And interestingly, Joe Biden and the they had that guy, now former Admiral Kirby, John Kirby. He's a spokesman, one of the spokesmodels for the uh, Biden administration, for the National Security Council. He was out there yesterday saying, eh, We don't really care about China beating the hell out of everybody. I'm paraphrasing. I'll get to the audio that we do have of him being uh, milk toast, half-hearted, you know, on the one hand, on the other hand, kind of assessment of Chinese communist brutality against innocent people who want to breathe breathe free. Uh, In fact, you see that they're chanting and they have signs, Patrick Henry. They're quoting Patrick Henry in Communist China. Give me liberty or give me death. The Democrats, they, um, they're not on our side. This is not my mother's Democrat party, not by a long shot. So the Washington Post attacking Elon Musk 
because he's pro-free speech, and the Washington Post is not. And it's kind of funny. I was laughing because they're such a joke uh, that he laid people off at Twitter. You know, they had this unit that was doing at Twitter that the radical leftist extremists uh, hired to do the bidding of the United Nations at Twitter. Did you follow this? It's completely crazy. But they're attacking Elon Musk here, and they attack him for laying people off. That at Twitter, they left out the fact that the owner of the Washington Post, Jeff Bezos, laid off a great many more people. And you see all these lefty megacorps who are fine with China beating the hell out of everybody, all these woke corporations. But the uh, 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 Bezos laid off more people, a lot more people. And all these left-wing companies laid off all kinds of people, many tens of thousands of people, after the midterm elections. I mean, it was like somebody fired a starter's pistol. And they said, all right, start laying people off. Because it would have looked bad before the midterm elections, so they held until after them because they're Democrat bootlicks. And, you know, it's amazing. Only America could create left-wing billionaires. Isn't it amazing? In a, in a you know, a, a, the corrupt Putin regime created left-wing billionaires, too. But really, they're just billionaires. They don't, they're, uh, they're less left-wing than the left-winger, the left-wingers here and the left-wing billionaires here. And so they attack him for laying people off when the owner of this very newspaper laid off many more people than Elon Musk did. And he had very good reason to. Um, so we got that going for us. Also, their next editorial, Democracy in Danger. Mexico should put a stop to Mr. Lopez Obrador's latest maneuver. And, and they're angry with this radical leftist in Mexico who would destroy the United States tomorrow if he could. And, um, you know, President Trump knew how to handle this stuff. Joe Biden is on the side of the tyrants of the world, just like Obama was funneling tens of billions of dollars to the Islamic Revolution in Iran. Um, now uh, funneling, and also funneling uh, billions to to communist Cuba, Castro's Cuba. Remember Obama going down there and posing with Che Guevara murals behind him and, and the Castro brothers and all that stuff because they, they don't like us, but they do love tyrants. And now Biden is in there to reward Nicolas Maduro in Caracas, Venezuela, uh, and because uh, now we got to get our dirty oil from them instead of getting cleaner oil from here because they're stupid and corrupt, corrupt and stupid. Are they more corrupt than stupid or more stupid than corrupt? You know, the world may never know, truth be told. So we've got uh, that going uh, here and there from the also headline in the Washington Post today because Iran and the United States will square off in the World Cup today. Kik tibor, kik, kik. And uh, the headline here is... It's important Iran advances in the World Cup. It's important that Iran advances in the World Cup. And uh, they have their guy, Jason Razian, who's uh, apparently Iranian-Persian. And, and uh, he said, well, usually I root for the U.S. But, you know, I'm rooting for Iran because it's important that Iran win and the U.S. lose. Uh, because this is the Washington Post. You might, you might say at some point, they're not on our side. You could say they're not on our side. Uh, also, the Washington Post advocating eating bugs today, eating insects, because uh, they're insane. And they got a picture of a little six-year-old girl who looks befuddled and confused, and she has a mealworm in her hand. She's wearing a little pink uh, Old Navy tank top with the names of the states on it. And uh, how to feel less antsy about eating insects. 
industry continues to boom as research. There's an industry eating insects, and the Democrats are in on it. Industry continues to boom as research shows that uh, disgust wanes after people give them a try. It's kind of like, uh, you know, Democrats and sex with children. That's, uh, they got their uh, grooming. Well, we have grooming updates, too, because The View, not a bright bunch, are they? They took it up yesterday. Uh, and, uh, and gosh, and I do love the Al Sharpton who uh, came out against an anti-Semite that encountered Donald Trump. It's a multi-day news story. But uh, Al Sharpton, honestly, uh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, what a, what a world we're living in. So we've got that going for us. We got a lot. We've got a lot going for us on this uh, thing, um, and and every Republican is being asked. President Trump was in the same room as an anti-Semite. Let's invite Al Charlatan over, and uh, not mention Freddie's Fashion Mart or the Crown Height riots uh, or all the dead people or Tawana Brawley uh, or all the false accusations because they pay him a million dollars a year to be Al Charlatan. At uh, NBC, fake news does. At MSDNC. Also, they uh, they unveiled their Christmas decor at the White House. And uh, boy, is it awful. It's terrible. And Jill Biden was there. And she was dressed horribly. And her shoes were terrible. And um, <laughs> see, I'm, I, what, see I'm, what I'm doing is, uh, this is a mock. Uh, this is the treatment that Melania Trump got when she unveiled the beautiful Christmas decor. Much more beautiful than the Bidens. Uh, And there's all kinds of great stuff about the Biden's Christmas decor. Not only Jill's awful shoes and her awful dress. You know, Melania Trump, one of the most beautiful first ladies of any country in the history of the world. Uh, An international high fashion model. Beautifully dressed all the time. And the media spent uh, more time attacking her attire. Uh, I got to tell you, it's just amazing. And she always looked impeccable and beautiful, naturally. And... Uh, so I'm just going to play play that game a little bit. We got that going. For, and uh, guess what? They've got Christmas stockings up. They're at the White House, but someone was left out. They have names on the Christmas stockings, but someone was left out on the Christmas stocking count. You'll never guess who. Uh, we got a rail strike coming, but I thought before the election, Biden had put that in check. Remember, 60 Minutes and Scott Pelley. So you are so great. You're so magnificent. How did you avert this catastrophic rail strike? I'll sit silently while you give me a completely false answer. So we got a few things for you uh, today. And Satan. Satan is in the news. It's the Christmas season and the Democrat Party loves Satan. So we got some Satan updates for you as well. We're at 888-630-9625. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. All right. Um, I love this, uh, the Al Charlatan and uh, the Democrats going around calling people anti-Semites. The party of Al Sharpton and Ilhan Omar and uh, Barack Obama and Jeremiah Wright and uh, Freddie's Fashion Mart. And the list is long and sometimes on fire and dripping in blood. Let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Ed calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Eduardo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Um, yes, sir, Chris. I uh, just wanted to tell you that all of those citizen Chinese citizen protesters 
that are protesting against uh, the oppression in China. Did you notice that they're all unarmed? Huh. Uh, because, because China is a gun-free country. Which and is so, very convenient uh, for the tyrants in charge, isn't it? Yes, I, I, exactly. That's what the tyrants want. They don't want any of their citizens armed because then they might actually have a true revolution and the police might not be as uh, aggressive um, if they knew that the citizens had AR-15s. Well, you know, uh, Ed, you make a very serious and intelligent point, and we're looking at uh, history is moving very rapidly before our very eyes pretty much every day, isn't it, Ed? And and uh, uh, there and here and in Iran and in Venezuela and uh, perhaps in Mexico and, and elsewhere. Um, you know, in Cuba, everyone has been disarmed by the authoritarian state. In Iran, the populace has been disarmed by the authoritarian state. In communist China, in Putin's Russia, the populace has been disarmed. And, and that is why the geniuses that uh, wrote our Constitution and gave us our Bill of Rights made the Second Amendment second only to, as you might imagine, the First Amendment with uh, free speech and uh, the right to assemble and a free press and freedom of religion. Uh, and then the Second Amendment, you know, as we've been saying for a lot of years, Ed, the Second Amendment is the amendment that guarantees all the other amendments. Yes, and remember when... Um uh, Biden said, well, why did the citizens need AR-15s to protect their uh, democracy? I mean, we can pe- put them out with, a, with F-15s or 16s or whatever it is. That's right. In other words, in other words uh, uh, he would use the, the, the uh, unbelievable power of our American military to put down any revolution in the United States. That is certainly what he implied. You're absolutely right. This is The Chris Plant Show. By the way, those who say the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots, a great line. Well, guess what? Moron. The fact is, if you're going to take on the government, you need an F-15 with Hellfire missiles. There's no way an AK-47 is going to take care of you if if you're going to take on, you're worried about the government coming down, knocking down your door. Sounds like he's willing to give it a try, though, doesn't it? And uh, the flecked. He called it the flecked. He also mangled Thomas Jefferson's great quote, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Uh, But he mangled it because he's a moron. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Uh, and, uh, And there he is threatening the American people, as our brilliant caller from South Carolina, Ed, observed... And he also observed that the, uh, the victims, and I see people in the media calling the Chinese uh, protesters citizens. They're not citizens, they're subjects. An armed man is a citizen, and a disarmed man, a man that has been disarmed by the state, is a subject. Our founders, we are, we are so blessed by God to have had such Enlightenment-era geniuses uh, codifying what man has always aspired to since we slithered out of the primordial ooze, according to Democrats, you know. And uh, the front page of the Washington Post today, ironically, front page, 
Story. To keep and bear arms, comma, first pass a test. That's the headline. And uh, the subheadline is Czech Republic residents have a right to own guns but must be proficient. So the radical left-wing anti-American Satan worshippers at the Washington Post, Chico Harlan and Ladka Borkova, they, uh, they believe that the model uh, is to be found in Eastern Europe in a former Soviet republic. All right? What was uh, then under the uh, umbrella of Czechoslovakia, now the Czech Republic. And uh, the Washington Post, these idiot leftists, say, hey, wait a minute, we've got it all wrong with our Bill of Rights. Maybe we should look to Czechoslovakia as we uh, gallop into the abyss in the 21st century. That's probably the way to go. <laughs> but honestly, the, uh, we, are, we are so uh, uh, fortunate, blessed to be Americans and the Bill of Rights. You see, the, the point is that our guys, Thomas Jefferson, rather a, an intelligent man, uh, pointing out centuries ago that the tree of liberty, because they knew that tyranny would rise. It always has. And they predicted, they expected that it, uh, that it always would. And, of course, it does. And the tree of liberty, that is man's aspiration for greater liberty and freedom, uh, would be challenged by tyrants because it always has been. And that from time to time, in order to guarantee to protect and preserve our liberties and our freedoms, we would have to fight for our liberties and freedoms as they did and risk everything as they did. And the tree of liberty, a living, breathing thing that uh, goes into the future, roots in the soil, would need to be refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants, you see. And uh, you know what? The, uh, the Chinese, they read Thomas Jefferson, too. Mao read Thomas Jefferson, the uh, communist political philosophers of the 19th and the 20th century. They read the, wor <clears throat> the works of the Enlightenment geniuses, and they knew they had to counter all of that because they're the tyrants, you see. That's, that's the thing. And so Karl Marx and what we're experiencing now in the United States of America is clearly cultural Marxism. What we're seeing in China is uh, Marxism animated. And what we saw in the Soviet Union, and Putin is a, a Marxist, he's a communist, and, you know, he kills, he has uh, women reporters killed in the elevators of their buildings in Moscow because he didn't like what they wrote Yesterday at Joe Biden's White House, they said they're going to be monitoring Elon Musk and Twitter. Just as the Chinese communists, you'll see in the headlines today, are monitoring social media. Twitter is social media. Elon Musk is the enemy of the Democratic Party because he is an advocate for free speech in the United States of America. How can that be? What happened to the Democrat Party? They've gone terribly wrong, terribly, terribly wrong. Just extraordinary, I got to say. Mm -mm 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 -mm. And uh, there was some texting about all of this going back and forth uh, last night, as a matter of fact. And, um, you know, monitoring, monitoring. In fact, you have the uh, Karine Jean-Pierre monitoring cut from yesterday, Elon Musk, because we are constantly on guard, some of us are, 
um, when we see that our freedoms and our liberties are being endangered. And here is uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, not the brightest person in the world by a uh, long stretch, uh, but, you know, she's a spokesmodel for someone who's not the brightest person in the world either. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday, because, again, as the Washington Post writes today, agent of chaos. You see, before was order, right, under Rasputin when, uh, you know, Jack Dorsey was the head of Twitter and the left-wing Democrats had it by the tail. <clears throat> they suppressed stories about the Biden family on the lead-up to Election Day. But they spread stories of disinformation propagated by uh, former CIA director John Penitentiary Face Brennan and the 51 criminals that signed on to that fraudulent letter, that information operation that they ran against the American people in an effort to corrupt, a successful effort, I might add, to corrupt the presidential election in the United States of America. And Mr. Musk is harming uh, free speech free expression on Twitter, not protecting it. That's the Washington Post today because they are anti-First Amendment. They live by it, uh, and they know they're protected because the left has secured information dominance. And Twitter and their anger about this is about information dominance. And in the end, information dominance is about securing political power. And that's the left. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre at the White House yesterday. We have always been very clear um, and that uh, when it comes to social media platforms, it is their responsibility uh, to make sure that um, when it comes to misinformation, when we when we comes to the hate that we're seeing, hey. uh, that they, they take action. Again, we're all keeping a close eye on this. We're all uh, uh, monitoring uh, what's, what's currently uh, occurring. They're all keeping a close eye and they're monitoring. And again, you'll find in the headlines all over the place today that Chinese communists are monitoring social media. And they are um, they're shutting down certain platforms, access to certain platforms, if the Chinese communists don't like them. Uh, uh, VPNs, you know, a, a virtual personal network, are illegal in China because you can't keep from the state... Uh, what this and you know look they they're spying on us we had James Clapper lie repeatedly under oath to congress without consequence about collecting all of our metadata which the US federal government the intelligence apparatus is doing all of your emails all of your text messages all of your phone calls the duration of your phone calls the people you called that's all being collected by the federal government and they can punch in your name and cross index and uh, spy on you at the drop of a kufi. That's a hat that Islamists wear. They shut down the Telegram app because protesters were using the Telegram app, so they blocked that. The protesters are holding up blank sheets of white paper as a symbol of the fact that they want to protest, but they have no free speech. The Democrats are assailing Free speech in the United States of America and free speech in the United States of America is very much under assault, under attack by the Democrat Party and the left. I've been talking about it since I started doing radio with their free speech zones on college campuses. They rope off a little area the size of a Lincoln townhouse and they uh, say you have free speech there. On Constitution Day, you can hand out constitutions, but only in this little area. You can't hand out Bibles. You can't read from the Bible. This is the First Amendment. And they started the assault on college campuses. 
it's trickled down to high school and, you know, like uh, like grooming and groping down to kindergarten now. We've got grooming updates today, too. And Satan. Satan updates. They love Satan. They hate God. The, uh, the commies are taking down videos. Their social media is censored. Uh, the U.S. Embassy is recommending in China, if you're an American in China, there are plenty of Americans in China, that you should um, put together a reservoir of 14 days of medications you might need and of food and water because you never know the lockdown may cause lockdowns. And, um, and, and, you know, Fauci's out there yesterday. Well, we may have to go for more lockdowns. And where are all these woke companies that are outraged when Florida passes a bill saying that you can't have, you know, tranny day for kindergartners? And all and like Disney, which does billions of dollars of business out of slave labor in China. Where's the NBA, the National Basketball Association? They're supposed to, you know, care, right? And Disney and Nike and Apple. How about Apple? Apple is actually in cahoots with the communists in China, shutting down, limiting, impeding the ability of the protesters, right, to communicate. And these American companies who depend on slavery, and LeBron James loves slavery, you know, these hypocrites, these complete hypocrites. Of course, the Biden family has deep business ties to China, don't they? He's the big guy. In the emails that Twitter and social media and Facebook suppressed on the lead up to Election Day in 2020, with the help of the intelligence apparatus in the United States of America and the FBI. Man, oh man, oh man. And I got to say, the free world is way too silent, and the United States of America is way too silent. Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday uh, at the White House. Today, President Biden met with three U.S. winners of the 2022 Nobel Prize. The Nobel? Dr. Caroline Bertozzi, who won the Nobel Prize the in Nobel. chemistry. Dr. John Clauser, who won the Nobel Prize in physics. And Dr. Douglas Diamond, who won the Nobel Prize in economic sciences. Uh, and everybody's looking at her sideways like Cocker Spaniels in the White House press room. They're like, I'm sorry, uh, the Nobel Prize? You, what, is that a new prize that we're, uh, you know? Uh, and, uh, you know, in Hollywood, they give out the Oscar and the Emmy. And uh, in Hollywood, what do they, what do they have on uh, Broadway uh, again? Oh, yeah, the Tony, the Tony Award. She mispronounces all awards, apparently. The Nobel Prize? The no, what, what, what planet did you grow up on? Set aside what country did you grow up on? Pretty amazing stuff. Now, um, I just I find this all to be amazing, and it all ties together. Their assault on Elon Musk, their jihad against Elon Musk, is tied to their limp-wristed, I'll use limp-wristed because we're on the radio, their limp-wristed response to the Chinese communists brutalizing thousands of people in the streets who are yearning to breathe free instead of standing up. You have that um, um, Admiral John Kirby from yesterday. Do you have that? Let's go to Admiral John Kirby from yesterday. Listen to how limp this guy is a former naval officer, now a civilian, you know, member of the left apparatchik. He's, a, he's an apparatchik of the left in the United States of America. He was asked about communist China and they're uh, beating the hell out of thousands of people in a a uh, British BBC reporter, they're very concerned. Why is the White House's line that 
everybody has the right to peacefully protest and not the U.S. thinks it's bad to lock people up in their houses to stop COVID. We've, we've made it clear, Peter, that uh, uh, a, a, a lockdown is, is not a policy that, that uh, we're, we're going to support here. Obviously, Ooh. there are people in China that, that have, a, have concerns about that, and they're protesting that, and we believe they should be able to do that peacefully. Ooh, boo, what such strong, powerful language. Ooh, boy. That is, you see, here's the, here's the thing. The United States uh, is supposed to lead the free world, and the president of the United States is supposed to be the leader of the free world. Barack Obama had no interest in that because he doesn't believe in the American project, and Joe Biden is too stupid to know what day of the week it is. And John Kirby is just a stooge who uh, wanted the job real bad, so he'll say whatever they want, and he spins it um, better than practically anybody else at the White House, but that just makes him a menace to our democracy more than anything. You know, the leader of the free world is supposed to lead the free world. And that's supposed to be a role that is supposed to be played by the president of the United States. Joe Biden is obviously not up to the task. Uh, Kamala Harris is obviously not up to the task. Corrine Jean-Pierre doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, And John Kirby knows what I'm talking about, but he just wants the job. Honestly, we are in a really rough place. And as they brutalize uh, human beings in the streets of China. And, we, you know, we can expect 20 Tiananmen squares. They'll put an end to it, and the world will turn a blind eye. You know, they killed thousands in Tiananmen Square, and uh, nobody seemed to, well, it was a big deal at the time, and then everybody moved on. Uh, now they're back for more, I can assure you. And um, the White House has nothing to say about it. The Biden family has Important multi-million dollar business ties to communist China. Joe Biden is the big guy. Disney and Apple and Nike are are in bed with the communists in China because of money. And all these woke companies, so-called woke companies, that speak up so liberally, if you will, in the United States, every time they say, hey, stop dressing my kindergartner like a little girl in an S&M outfit, Uh, Then, you know, Disney screams, you're a bigot, and Apple shuts you down, and Twitter would block you, and Facebook won't let you share your thoughts, because the left is here. These aren't liberals. We're at 888-630-9625, and the Reverend Al Sharpton, leading anti-Semite. That's coming up. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. The idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. It has no, no social redeeming value. Zero. None. Uh, your crackhead son had one in his car, but while he was banging his brother's widow... She stole it from him and threw it in a garbage can behind your high-end grocery store. Remember that? Crackhead. Let's go to, you know that his current wife, he knew for a week before he married her? Did you know that? Let's go to uh, uh, Hunter Biden, not, not Joe. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Maurice calling from Luray, Virginia. Maurice, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Uh, don't leave Justin Trudeau off your list of... Uh... Uh, tyrants um, uh, taking away guns from the population. He outlawed handguns in Canada. And not only that, Chris, he justifies 
his uh, put down of the protest, truckers protest, because he said in a hearing yesterday or the day before that the trucks could have been used as weapons. This in spite of the fact that his law people, his uh, police, said that there was no violence at all involved in the truckers' protests in Ottawa. Well, tyrants are easily threatened, and he's a pipsqueak of a tyrant, but he's a tyrant nonetheless. Uh, National Panhandler Radio in the United States on October 21st of 2022. Trudeau orders an immediate freeze on Canada handgun sales. Uh, uh, The headline after that, Trudeau targets hunters with gun bill changes. Gun bill changes, we're talking rifles now, uh, that assault Canadian heritage, the Toronto Sun writes. He's going after rifles. You remember uh, Joe Biden the other day, first he said semi-automatic weapons, then he said this. Oops, then he said this. Can you do anything about gun laws during the lame duck, sir? I'm going to try. What will you try and do? I'm going to try to get rid of assault weapons. So uh, you heard it there, Maurice. Uh, First, at semi-automatic weapons, which is most handguns. Then he's going to go after what he calls assault weapons, but you can't define those because nobody can, and and he certainly can't. Go ahead. And and these these poor truckers of peaceful protest in the middle of winter, they weren't, uh, even his police said that they were nonviolent, and they went after their bank accounts. Well, it, shut down their businesses. Well, you're right, and they've talked about going after bank accounts here in the United States, too. The Democrats have, because they're the left, and they are not the Democrat Party of yesteryear. They are the international left. They're the private jet Davos left, and they're not on our side. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.